0: Welcome to God's Tabernacle Christian Family Church Where God Dwells podcast. Best believe that you'll be receiving the Word of God from our senior pastors, Drs. David and Luisa Moluzi. The Word of God says, faith comes by hearing and hearing through the Word of God. Keep it locked and stay blessed. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, we thank you that even as we study your Word tonight, you minister to us by your Spirit. Lord, I make it known to your children that I'm not trusting on my own human intellect to share your word, but I'm depending upon you, Spirit of God, to speak forth the word with power and with anointing. Lord, I promise to give you all the praise, the glory, and the honor for all that you will do and accomplish through your word this day. In Jesus' name. And everybody say... Amen. As you sit down, shake a hand of somebody next to you. Tell them, Amen. I am the highly favor of the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, let me take this time first of all to thank you for taking time this week for fasting and prayer. You know, thank you so much. Did you enjoy our time of fasting and prayer? You know, we thank God. It has been awesome, eh? You are on a higher level. Your prayers are answered. God has granted unto you the request that you have made unto Him. Your life will never be the same again. You are on a higher level. You are lifted up. You are exalted. God has taken you to another level. The ceiling has become your foundation. You are working on a higher level in Amen. life. Amen. Your prayers are answered. Amen. 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 It is well with you. Amen. You are stepping into your future. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. We thank God for that. And Amen. so thank you so much for the time that we had. It was glorious, I'm Amen. telling you. You know, great uh-huh. testimonies that I'm hearing people who are watching online, you know, Uh, from all over the place, all over. Somebody said that we are watching from Zambia, you know, and wrote in there. And so people all over the world uh, following through, you know, our fasting and prayer. And it has been just a blessing. Thank God for the technology. Amen. Amen, that we are able to do more. Hallelujah. And so thank God that we have wise people who know how to use technology all the time. Hallelujah. We thank God for that. All right. Uh, Let's, today, tonight, I want to continue. Did you enjoy the way this morning? You know, higher level, part three. So tonight I want us to look at part four. So let's open our Bibles to... Deuteronomy, chapter 6, and we will start reading verse 11. Now, to give you a background of what is happening, uh, no, we'll start reading from verse 1. To give you a background of what is happening, maybe let me start with the, uh, the name Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy simply means a reminder that I am telling you again. Now, that is why whatever you read in Deuteronomy, you will still find it in Exodus, in Leviticus, in Numbers. So Moses has been telling the children of Israel all the laws that God gave them. And now God said to, uh, to Moses that, You will never cross in into the promised land. You will never go into the promised land. He took him into the mountain, and then he said that here is uh, the mountain. I mean, here is the land, the Canaan land, the promised land that God promised his children. But you will never go in. And so it's after 40 years that they left the promised land. You know, remember the beginning of uh, when they came out, a few days after, they sent out, uh, sent out spies, and the spies went everywhere. They came back with their food. They were excited, and they said to Moses that, Yes, truly, the land flows with milk and honey. It's a great land. And, uh, you know, but they said that uh, there are giants in the land. You know, fear gripped the whole nation, And they said that God has delivered us from Egypt to kill us uh, in this land. We can't go in and possess the land. And their confession came to pass. God said that I'm sending you into the wilderness. You see, the wilderness was never God's plan. Forty years that they spent in the wilderness was never God's plan. You know, it's so much important that we always obey God. Amen. Amen. This morning we are talking about simple steps of obedience. Yeah, I mean tell you, uh, let me tell you, there were simple steps of obedience. They will, they will help you to avoid oh. great challenges. You see some challenges we don't have to go through really. They didn't have to go through the the 40 years in the wilderness, it was not God's plan. Yeah, so, taking simple steps of obedience is important. God said that, go and check the land that I am giving you. You know, And then God knew that there were giants there. But he said that, I'm giving you the land. You see, when God tells you something, he knows better. Yes. Amen. So, instead of looking with your eyes and saying, but... You know, God, how is it going to happen? Uh, uh, don't look at that. Just know that God, you know better. You know, and I will just obey you. I will just take your instruction. And I will just follow you. I will do what you tell me. And so, uh, but unfortunately, they didn't do that. You know, they didn't do that. You see, they were proud. Pride makes you depend upon self, yeah. and humility uh, helps you to trust God. You, know, you don't you don't depend upon self, but you trust God. That you know God, you will help me. You know that it's not it's not my my own ability, but God. It is you, it is you who will help me. You know, I've learned to really trust God. In everything you know some things I don't have to understand I don't have to rationalize them you know I just take a step of faith you know and God does the rest as long as I know in my heart that this is what God has said this is what God wrote I go ahead and do it you know I don't have to rationalize oh but how is going to happen and so forth and and in the past, I have taken steps of faith and I have seen God coming through. Amen. Really. Yeah. And so to trust God and to believe God, okay. you know, it makes God to, to say that, you know what, my child is depending upon me. You know, uh, but, uh, and, and that says to, to God that, you know what, uh, it, it, says, it tells God that you are humble. So that's why I say humility makes us depend upon God. It's not your strength, but it's the ability of God. Amen. Amen? Amen. You know, humility is simply obedience to God. Amen. That's humility. You know, it's not you know you come here, you enter by the door already. You know, you're walking like this. Yeah, that's not humility. Or you come here and then you have a hat, uh, like an umbrella. No, that's not humility. Yeah, yeah, the outward appearance you know does not mean. Uh, you know, uh, doesn't say anything to humility. Humility is the issue of the heart. Are you with me? You know, humility is uh, obedience to God. Your heart that is said to obey God. Yeah, that's what it is. And so, uh, now, it's at the end of 40 years. The children of Israel are about to enter into the promised land. And now God comes to them and he says to them, he says to Moses, Moses, I want you to remind them of the things that I have told them. You know, so what he says here in Deuteronomy, it's a reminder that I have spoken to you about these things. You see, when God says things, twice, it's not because he lacks weight, it's because he wants to emphasize that this is important. And so my advice to you is that, you see, whatever you read in Deuteronomy, just know that God means business with it. God means business with it. So verse 1 says, Now this is the commandment, the statutes, and the rules that the Lord your God commanded me to teach you that you may do them in the land to which you are going over to possess. It says, this is the commandment. This is, these are the statutes. These are the rules that the Lord your God commanded me to teach you. It says, that's what I've been doing. I've been teaching you this thing so God commanded me to teach you and uh, uh, to teach you for what purpose, that you may do them Amen? amen you know when you get into that land because you're going to meet different environments there you know you will be meeting people that are worshiping the moon and the stars You'll be meeting people that are sacrificing their own children. You'll be meeting people that are working on wood, on, on fire. You, know, you will be meeting people uh, that are promiscuous. Uh, you'll be meeting people uh, you know, that are in OGs, uh, you know OGs. Eh? Wild, wild parties, you know, all uh, uh, OGs. Yeah, where people go there, you know, they go into a room and, you know, and then it's everybody with everybody. Yeah. You know, right there. Eh? Yeah, I mean, it's wild. It's wild what people are doing. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, you'll be meeting, you'll be meeting such people with no standards at all. Eh? Have you seen a dog with a standard? A dog does not have a standard. Whatever crosses, it follows. And then, a a dog does not have standard. Uh, And now, that's why the Bible talks about the people, God gave them up to reprobate mind. You know, because, uh, you know, it's like uh, 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 they've gone down the standard. The standard that, that God wanted to live, they left it. And so, uh, God, God is saying here, you know, that... What am I talking about, by the way? How did I come in? Okay, you will meet such people. Uh, you will meet such people. You see, uh, today we are in a society whereby there is no dignity, no respect, you know, no integrity. It's like everybody is doing as he wishes. And he said, you know, really, you know, it is said, it is that society, you know, society like Sodom and Gomorrah. And so, Sodom and Gomorrah was out there. God said that, you know, you're going into that environment. You're going into a society whereby things, you know, it's just, correct. there is no issue or this is my sister, this is my brother. Everything goes with you. You're going into a, such a society and, and that is not right, church. You see, when, when, I, when a person has lost, you know, a dignity, anything and everything goes. Because it's lost dignity. I mean, people who go out there when they're going into uh, workshops and so forth, you know, during the day they are in workshops, and then after workshop it's like everybody for himself. No, everybody for everybody. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, don't, you, don't, you, you, you think that I don't know all these things. I know. Even yeah, even in my some they we chased away eh? in my king married people eh? hey. i'm telling you it's a bad society that we are living in eh? yeah so you you just see and you say i'm away from home and so i will you know just i mean that's bad that's when uh people are uh, uh, you know, it's like they have lost themselves. Eh? They have lost themselves. Yeah. Now, God says to his children, says, you're going into the land that those things are practiced. Now, the fact that they are practiced does not mean that you are to practice them. You are different. You see, uh, God, let me tell you something. God chose The nation of Israel, it's a chosen nation. God chose it to be different. To be an example that people out there, they should look at it and say, this is how life should be. Now, when Jesus came, now God chose you. God chose the church. You know, that the church should be different now. And so we are to be different. We are to be the light. He said that you are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world. And so we are to be different. We are not to be like uh, all other people, you know, whatever is happening there and then we are doing it. No, we are different. (laughs) Tell your neighbor I'm different. So God God chose us to be different, chose Mm -hmm. us to be holy. You know to be different uh, uh, not to be like the rest of the world hallelujah I believe with all of my heart this is not part of my message but I believe that God is warning somebody here I believe that you know it's so strong I'm trying to move away this but it's like God is saying stay in there stay in there stay in there and I believe that God is speaking to somebody and so as children of God, we are to be different. We are not supposed to be doing things like the rest of the world. And say, oh, this is what is happening, so I will do it. We are to be different. Amen. I hear it, Miche. Amen. We are to be different in God. We are to show that we are children of God. We don't do such things. Amen? Amen? And so, uh, it's great. You know what? The Bible says that instead of burning with passion, marry. Get married. Yeah. When you get married early, it's better for you. Are you listening to me? You see, some of the challenges, I mean, you are 40-something and not married. The passions will be there, yeah, yeah. and uh, you won't be. You know, you are, you have put yourself in a state that you know you should have avoided it. The Amen have disappeared. <laughs> but I will tell the truth: <laughs> get married. You don't need money to get married. Eh? You know, you just speak and uh, let the parents agree. You know, and then, uh, you know, parents won't be charging you a lot of lobola, eh? You know, how much is lobola today? What's the going rate today? Eh? What is that? 40,000. 40,000. 40,000. 70. This is crazy. I am tempted to make a law. As from today, <laughs> price. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think yeah, You'll pay lobola here, then I will set the price. You know, and my price goes either twenty rand or forty rand. Thank you. you know, somewhere there. <laughs> that is my going rate. That is my going rate. <laughs> <laughs> hey, parents. You are making your sons to sin. Your daughters to sin. Because no guy is saving, you know, the 40,000, 70,000. 100. Wow. And it's not only that. Not only the jars. And they were a white wedding that's crazy that's crazy uh, you don't have to throw a party, let me tell you, you don't even have to throw a party you just come you know, you come to my office you know uh, as long as we say yes, we say you know, that's it <laughs> yeah. 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 Wow. You like it? eh? Yes. (laughs) Don't complicate things. You know why complicate things? It's easy. It's easy. It's easy. Yeah. It's easy. And so now we sort out the problem. Now let's more, 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 And then let's walk. let And then you know. the us yeah. Hey, you are hey! You're happy. you Oh, gets So life is good, eh? Life is good, and then you are out there and it's sorted out, yeah, and that evening it's fireworks. Hey, yeah. that evening, it's fireworks. Yeah. yeah, you're celebrating. Yeah, you know, even after that, you just put a bottle of Coke and some biscuit, tennis biscuit, you have a great time. Yeah, I will give you a candle, you light a candle there, two seats on a table, say, ah, my city, my city. Great environment! Romantic! Yeah. <laughs> and it's so much exciting, you know, in the evening you're happy. Somebody said that, Pastor Tomao Unningo I am preaching! I am preaching! I'm preaching! <laughs> Nya gama hadi. I'm on it. Yeah, twenty rand. You know, I'll give you. And eh, uh, yeah? twenty thousand wafat. Yeah, normal. Yeah. And, you see. Now tell me, Halle Gama, when you get the, uh, that lobola, what do you do with it? Eh? What do you tell me? What What are you using it for? Give me the reason. <laughs> eh? What are you using it for? It's wrong. Now, if you are saying, you know, when I get it, I'm depositing a house for them, I would understand. Or I am doing this for them, I would understand. No. You can't, you can't make business with your children. No, you can't. You shouldn't. Yeah, you can't make business with your children, huh? Yeah, you want, you want Mahadi, you know, and then you see the guy, oh driver, you know, Ili BMW, I think Mahadi ata kopo Highly Toyota nyana, for discounting. No, you can you don't do that. Yeah. And so uh, you see, when I paid Lobola, you know, Pastor Luisa's, they took that money and spent it on our wedding. Eh? They, they, they spent it trading And spent even more. Yeah. So which I think it was great. Yeah. So they didn't take it and say, wait to get let the And you know, that's why I love her family. You know, my it was nothing. I've spent so much their family. Uh, and I, you see, because of that relationship. But if they had a relationship or you know, when I went out school the university, you know, even like a mistress, you know, even though, know, you know, hey, I said, Pastor, we'll be paying today. I'm telling you, we'll be paying back today. Yeah. Yeah. And because of, you know, uh, I mean, uh, I won't tell you how much my paid, but what I can tell you is that my one month salary, I was able to take money out of my one month salary and pay a uh, Mahadi Lobola and then still pay, and then it didn't even affect my my budget that month yeah 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 I'm telling you yeah. look at where we are today yeah. You know. And I'm still taking care of, of them. I still love the family. They're part of my life, you know, and I will do anything. You know. And when the father died, six months after we got married, I went all out. I spent, you know, uh, on that funeral. I spent, Pastor Luisa, you know, said that. When I, when I promised the family, no, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, Pastor came he said, Are you sure? I said, Yeah. <laughs> and then I did that. They couldn't believe, but I did that. Six months after we got married, you know, I spent more than mahadi that I, that I paid on just that first funeral. <laughs> yeah. uh. And then, uh, when the mother died, we spent. We went all out and on the funeral. We, we carried the funeral. You know, when the brother died, we did the same. You know, we worked and you know uh, and spent our finances on the funeral. They are part of my life. They are part of my life. You understand? And so, uh, but now, if they had a heart of, I and so forth, hey, my attitude would have been very negative. So instead of building, actually, you are you're making barriers, you are making difficult for the new couples. Yeah, I'm telling the truth. So parents, you better wise up, really. You better wise up. Yeah. And make it easier for them. And uh, so that's that. Now let's move on. Where are we? You know. So now this is the commandment, the statutes and the rules that the Lord your God commanded me to teach you. That you may do them in the land to which you're going over to possess, you know, continue. Uh, that you may fear the Lord. Says the first thing is that, fear the Lord, your God. You and your son, and your son's son. By keeping all this, all his statutes and his commandments, which I command you all the days of your life, and that your what? Your days may be long. I'm telling you, you want long life? Serve God, live for God. Really, yeah. Uh, serve God, live for God. If you want long life, yeah. and these are the little steps that we're talking about this morning. Yeah, you know, just loving God, you know. And it's not difficult, really, to serve God and love God. It's not. You you just uh, you come into church regularly. You are uh, you know you're paying your tithes. You are coming to the prayer meeting. You go to the cell meetings. You know, and normal things that a Christian does. You know, you do those things, and uh, God will take care of you. He says. That you may live long. Now verse 3. Hear therefore, O Israel, and be careful. Now listen, God says, be careful to do them. He you know, says, why? Why? That it may go well with you. And that you may multiply, multiply greatly. So here God is saying, I want to take you to a higher level. And the way to go to a higher level is that you do the word of God. That it may go well with you. And that you may multiply greatly. As the Lord, the God of your fathers has promised you. In the land flowing with milk and honey. It was going to be a great land. They were going to a land flowing with milk and honey. Look here. They lived on a miracle. When they were in the desert, in the, uh, out there, they were uh, living on miracles. Eh? Miracle of manna. It's good to, to have a miracle. And every day you wake up and there is a miracle, you know, uh, manna, there is food coming down. And uh, you, you go out there, and, and, and which was good. I believe that God gave them manna to teach them to trust him. God was taking them on a journey. The 40 years was God was training the new generation. You know, to trust Him. Because the old generation never trusted God. So God said that I have a problem with these people. I have given them judgment. And they are going to uh, die in the wilderness. But the new generation. You see, it would have been easier for God to say one time. You know, all of you 21 years and above. And they all die. And then He says to those children. You know, let's go and possess the land, please. Yeah. So they didn't have to really uh, uh, you know, have that, those 40 years in the wilderness. God would have done that. But the 40 years, God was systematically infusing. Because the children who were 20 years old, already they have been brought up in the families of people who were not fully trusting God. So in a way, uh, those children have been trained, have been instilled in them that, you know, you, you can't really trust God, you know. Uh, yeah, this and this. And so God had, was saying that, you know what, I have to retrain these children. And the 40 years, them waking up in the morning and say, you just have to receive manna, it was a training that trust God. You don't have to plant anything. You don't have to. You see, it's good to have security. You know, but when you now depend on your security, you only depend upon the money that you have in the bank, God has a problem with that. When you depend upon your job, God has a problem with that. You know. uh, uh, but God wants us to trust Him that even if. Tomorrow there is no job, you still trust him that God, I know that I will still live. I will still exist because you are there. I'm not trusting on this job, but I'm trusting on you. And that's why God will challenge you. You you have people that are having a lot of money in the bank. God will come and challenge you and say, can you please take that money? Give Give it to the church. And that's where you see. That's where now the uh, the rubber meets the road to see whether are you really trusting God or are you trusting self. God, what are you saying? Are you saying that I should? You know, we have done that many a times. You know, God would come to us and say, "I want you to take this money, give it away," and who would who would give. You know. Uh, to the, and, and we'll be on zero balance. Actually, this church is operating that way, in case you don't know. Every month, we are on zero, zero balance. It's a shock to some of you. Yeah. I know that there are churches that are, you know, having a lot of money in the bank, in case people don't tithe, they will still survive the next six months or so forth. We are not into that. We are on zero balance every, every month. When we start, we start, you know, because zero, we start from the beginning. Every month we are trusting God to meet all our needs, you know. And, 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 and we'll be having AGM, so you know, you know, the budget that we are running, you know, into millions. You know, but we are trusting God every month. Because money thank God that I learned this that I should never depend on the resources, but I should depend on God. And so when also when we have excess money, God says that I want to take this money, give it, you know, to this ministry or give it to you know or buy this person, this pastor a car. I don't struggle. I don't say but God, you know, how are we going to survive? I know that God has always proven Himself You know, and and I I know that God will take care of us. And he has never never left us. Let me tell you, the last, how many years are we now? 25 years. We have never seen God. We have never slept on an empty stomach as a church. We have never struggled financially. We had had needs, you know, but God has always come through. And it's not because we have a lot of money. It's because we are trusting God. Yes. We have learned to trust God. And because we have learned to trust God, God has always come through. Amen. And so, when you trust God, God was teaching them here uh, in, uh, that, you know, trust me, that every day in the morning. You know, now, those who didn't trust God, God said that uh, their manna, please, don't keep it for tomorrow, and there were those who never believed is mana going to come tomorrow? Yeah. Eh? They didn't believe that. So, what happened? You know, for you know, and uh, you know, just like people, other people, when they eat, they eat for tomorrow also because they are not sure. You know, about tomorrow. And then they don't know how, in the meantime, they are killing their bodies. Anyway, that's another subject. So now, uh, God said that just take for today. And when they gathered also for the following day, it rot. Wake up, there were worms and, you know, it was rotten. Worms and what? Margots. You know, margots. It was rotten. And God said that, but on the sixth day, keep it also for tomorrow. And then on the Sabbath day, it was never rotten. It's a miracle. God was saying, I'm in church here. Just obey me. I'm in church. They needed water, God said, that speak to the rock. And water came out. Yeah. And then he told Moses also, you know, he said, strike the rock the first time. The second time he said to Moses, speak to the rod. And Moses was angry and, you know, he says, you, uh, you know, uh, one to, one to, you know, those children, you know. And then uh, he was angry and then he struck the rod. God said that, you, you, you you, fail to honor me in front of these children, you're not going in into the promised land. And so, what happened is, uh, all those 40 years, God was teaching them to trust him. Trust me. Trust me. I will handle this. I will take care of this. And, and now, at the end of 40 years, God is saying, now that you have seen how I, I provided for you, I don't have to take you through manna and water and you know, all of that. All that I'm doing now, He uh, says that you're going to live long. It's a, it's a land flowing with milk and honey. It's a great land. Milk and honey. You see, it's a a higher level. (coughs) Higher level to what they were living in. Now, God was saying that (coughs) you're going to live in abundance that you won't have to worry about tomorrow. I mean, milk will be there. Honey will be there. (coughs) Just obey me. Verse 4, quickly as I uh, uh, finish. You know, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Continue, just keep on rolling. You, know, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart. So he's giving them instruction. This is what you need to do. You shall love the Lord your God with all of your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. And these ways that I command you today shall be in your heart. God is saying that what will sustain you is the word. Just do the word. Obey the word of God. And that is still standing even today. Obey. Trust God. You know, obey the word of God. Keep the way. You know, you shall, he says, this way shall be in your heart. Uh, and then uh, you shall teach these ways diligently to your children. You will talk of them when you sit in your house. And you know, when you have the evening meal, you're sitting down, talk about the way. And when you walk by the way, while you're driving to wherever, talk about the weight. You know? And when you lie down, you know, while you are uh, lying down, talk about the weight. And when you rise, when you wake up in the morning, let the weight be in you. You shall bind them as a sign in your hand, so that you'll always look at it, that you know, the weight is important in my life. You know? And they shall be as fountlets. Between your eyes. You will put them here. You know, they will always be for you. Frown, frontless between your eyes. You shall write them in the doorposts of your house and in your gates. You know, when you go through the window, uh, I mean, no, not the window, the door, you know, let the scripture be there. You know, blessed is the man that trusts in God. You know, you go through the gate, you write a scripture there. You know, and and so forth. They are everywhere, so the word becomes important to you. And when the Lord your God brings you into the land, now this is where I read everything to bring you to this. He says, and the following verses, he says, when the Lord, verse ten, verse ten, when the Lord brings you to into the land that you that he saw to your fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. To give you with great and good cities that you did not build. Amen. Cities that you did not build. Yeah. Eh? So God "I'm." saying, so that's a higher level. Amen. That's a higher level. You are stepping into the city that you did not build. Yeah. Verse 11. And houses full of all good things. That you did not feel, the furniture, the best furniture you can think of, it's in the house already, Amen. and you didn't buy it. You're just finding it there. Amen. Yeah, and uh, the cisterns, yeah, the pit where they're digging water, come out. The cisterns that you did not dig. You're finding them, and vineyards and olive trees that you did not plant. And when you eat and are full, then take care. Be careful. Lest you forget the Lord who brought you out of the land of Egypt and out of the house of slavery. So when you are now on a higher level, don't forget where you are coming from. Don't forget where God has brought you Don't forget. Hallelujah. And so God is saying this. God is teaching us. And this morning it was in my heart to emphasize issue of humility. That when we stay humble, God will exalt us. Never ever think that you are somebody. You are nothing. It does not matter what you have, you're nothing. Just stay humble. Just come down on earth. Walk like everybody else walk. Yeah. Just be humble. And I'm grateful to people, you know, that God has blessed them, but you won't know. You won't even notice that this person is heavy. Is heavy laden. You won't know. Eh? Heavy loaded. Have is loaded. You all know that this person is loaded. They are humble. But those that are empty, you know, like empty tin, <laughs> hey, they make the loudest noise. Eh? Yeah. You have tender, you know, and a you know, a big car that you don't need really. Yeah, but people that are that are loaded, yeah, who still drive their. Let me not mention names, but uh, nameless, you know, nameless. nameless cars. <laughs> yeah. okay. you don't know, you don't. But they are loaded. they're loaded, loaded, yeah. and those that are empty. They're the ones that. Not not all big cars here means you know uh, no, but you know we have we have those that are. That are not loaded, but, hey. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm not saying you shouldn't buy a big car. You know, only have a purpose where you love it, you have the money, both uh, go for it. I have a problem when you buy it on installment. You can't afford it, but you want it and then you say 72 months with residual of yeah. 35. So even after 72 months, you're still going to pay the 35% of it, you know, eh, it's bad. <laughs> yeah, we now we pack our petrol. Petrolea tour. Yeah. If you buy a big car, then you must be your pocket must be heavy to put on fuel. I finally call you. You don't put on the aircon because each each, you know, each uh, fuel. You know, uh, the car that I drive, it's so good. Why right? it's high petrol? You know, it does not consume petrol. It's so good. It's because it's a Magadize. You know, that's why it's a Jibetor. <laughs> <laughs> Some of you missed that. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's say this together. Father God, I thank you for helping me. To walk before you, faithfully doing your weight. And as I do that, I thank you that you elevate me to a higher level in life. Thank you, God, for giving me the grace to succeed. Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. What happens is when you're in the house, you know, you're enjoying the grace that is in the house. And when you serve God, you're doing it because you love God. I'm telling you that the blessings will always remain with you. Wow, what a great message it was. Join me next time, even as we continue to hear what God is saying in our next podcast. Or you can also visit us in our website, www.cfcpolukwane.com.